Today I got a word, and if I were to title it, and I know you like my yes. titles, mm -hmm. you forgot. Yeah. All right, good, good. The title of my message today is Gimme Mine. Oh, yes, Gimme Mine. Come on, somebody say Gimme Mine. Gimme Mine. Now, see, some of y'all used to play gills back in the days. So that got a lot of bad memories when you say Gimme Mine. You got to be from New York to understand that. But how many of you, how many of you, God has promised you something? Ain't nobody God promised nothing to in the house. How many of you got, listen, if you don't know God has promised you something, he wrote a whole book about his promises. And every one of them is for you. And so today I want you to know that the Bible is filled with declarations and things that God says is for the believer. One thing I know and I've learned about God, Sister Sherry, is that whatever God says will come to pass. Ah, hallelujah. If God says a thing, it will happen. Hallelujah. You see, that's the first thing when we open the book of Genesis that we learn about God. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And uh, uh, the way he created it was by speaking. Now, I want you to know that the God we serve, hallelujah, uh, uh, it doesn't matter what it looks like, it matter what he says. In the beginning, it was without form and void. What does that mean? It means that in the beginning, if you saw it, you would have seen chaos. Right. And how many of you know that oftentimes what you see affects the way you feel? Y'all yeah. yeah. ain't saying nothing yeah. to me in this place. Yeah. You, 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 what you, I, I know this for sure because whenever I watch a scary movie, I, I'm the last one that want to go close the door at night. Right. What you see affects yes. how you feel. Hallelujah. What you see affect how you feel. Hallelujah. When you, when you watch the news and they put the death count yes. on the side of the TV yes. and said, today a thousand people die. You, you nowhere near death. Hallelujah. But it affects how you feel. Hallelujah. What you hear affects how you feel also. And if you were in the book, beginning of Genesis, you would have saw chaos. Right. But how many know it's not what you see, it's what God says. God is not moved by what he sees. Because God knows what he sees is moved by what he... Y'all ain't saying nothing to me in this place today. It is moved by what he says. So God could look at chaos and say, let there be light. And there was. God could look at no plantation and said, let the earth bring forth vegetation. God could look at places that are barren. God could go into the dirt and breathe the breath of life and man can become a living soul. How many of you know that whatever God says, hallelujah, will come to pass. So if he wrote a whole Bible of promises... I want to tell every yes. devil in hell that I believe that no matter what my situation looks like around me, right. I believe what he says rather than yes. what I see. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And y'all ain't saying nothing yes. to me in this place. It don't matter what my situation is currently telling me. It matters what he says. And I came to say today, give me mine. Hallelujah. I want all that you've promised. And make no mistakes about it. We serve, we serve a God who gives you promises. Yeah. I don't know about you, but he talks to you personally sometimes in your life. Yes. 
Sometimes God gives you a glimpse of what he's trying to do and where he's trying to bring you in your life. Hallelujah. And I want you to know that whatever he says to you, he's able to keep it. And this brings me today, we're going to go storytelling time. You ready, Sister Sherry? Of course, of course. You like when the the pastor tells the stories. Amen. Today, I want to take from the Bible a man by the name of Caleb. Somebody say Caleb. Caleb. Yeah, yeah. Last week we talked about Nehemiah. And I like Nehemiah better than Meth. (laughs) Hallelujah. That name, hallelujah. But today we're going to talk about Caleb. A couple weeks ago I preached a message called Minority Report. Did y'all remember that? And in the Minority Report, it was the story that is found in Numbers about the spies that Moses... Mm -hmm. 12 spies from each tribe that Moses said, come, I'm going to send you into the land that God promised. That who what? God promised. That God promised. And so he sent these 12 spies into the land. And the Bible says when they went, they saw amazement. They saw fruits so big that they had to carry it on their shoulder. And they came back and they brought the fruit. Give me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They told the people, look at what we found. Look at how the land is flowing with milk and honey. Yes. And as the people were salivating about what God has promised and they could taste what God is going. Anybody ever been that close to, to, to really seeing God come through? Yes. Y'all remember that State Farm commercial when the guy put the dial out and he said, who almost had it? Come on, y'all remember that commercial? Y'all gonna help me yeah. preach or what today? Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta be quicker than that. You gotta be quicker than that. You know, sometimes you're so close to what God is doing, and then something comes in the middle and says, oh, you gotta be quicker than that. Yes. Something comes in and spoils all that God has promised. Well, the Bible says that these men gave a good report. Uh, uh, well, not a good report. They started saying, this is what the land has. It's flowing with milk and honey. This is the fruit. This is everything. Everything God said about the land is true. Well, if everything God said about the land is true, then everything God said about you concerning the land should be true too. Yes, yes, But instead of taking God's word to the bank, the Bible says these 10 of them, two of them laid off to the side. But 10 of them begun to complain and say, But wait a minute, there's no way y'all could ever get what God has spoken in your life. Uh, You got to be careful whose report you listen to. And 10 of them brought the report that says everything God says is existing for you is there, but you can't have it. Here's why you can't have it. Because we saw giants in the land. How many of you know that in life there will always be a giant? There will always be an obstacle. There will always be something in the way that is stopping you from where you are in God's promise. And the Bible says that these men chose to talk about the giants instead of talking about the gigantic God they serve. And they said, these giants, when we looked at ourselves in their eyes, we felt like grasshoppers. And the Bible says in the next chapter that the people, they were terrified and they begun to weep and cry and all sorts of stuff and saying, there's no way we could get this land. Why don't we go back to Egypt? And you know, they went as far as doing this. Watch this, y'all. They went as far, Sister Sherry. As planning a rebellion against Moses, create their own leader. And the goal of that leader was to lead them back. See, whenever you doubt God's word, you are going back. 
you are going back to the place he pulled you out of. I don't know about you, but I don't want to go back to what God has pulled me out of. You know, I, you know, I, I, I might not be exactly where I want to be, hallelujah, but when I look back, hallelujah, I am surely not anywhere near where I could have been, hallelujah. And I'm so grateful to God, I feel something right there. Somebody in their life right now, hallelujah, you're not exactly where you want to be. But you can see God pushing you yes, forward. Yes. There is progress in your life. Yes. You, you might have want to buy a house. Yes. Uh, uh, and you're not close to having the down payment. Yes. But your credit is fixed now. Amen. Come on somebody. Yes. Y'all ain't saying anything to me. You, 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 you might have want to get your foot in the door with a career. And you're not in the career. But you're now on your way to getting the degree to right. qualify. Right. Somebody is further along than where they came from. Yes. But there will always be somebody who will stand there and tell you. You can't have it. And all the people begun to weep. And the Bible says that there were two men. Mm. One named Joshua. And one named Caleb. Mm. Now Caleb was 40 years old. Mm. 40 is a good age. 40 is the new 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they be saying 20. I want 10. Hallelujah. Like 20. That old too. Hallelujah. You see these 20 year olds they got out. They be walking around like. You know, you run up in a store, you see a 20-year-old, yo, can you give me a sister what you want? (laughs) Hallelujah. If you sit next to a 20-year-old, say, that's you. Hallelujah. That's you. Not nobody said nothing. Hallelujah. (laughs) They scared of the 20-year-olds. But check this out, y'all. 40 is a good age. And Caleb was 40 years old. Somebody say 40. 40. And Caleb, the Bible says, was the one. This is what the Bible said about him. In the book of Numbers, while they were all weeping and giving this bad report, the Bible says Caleb silenced the crowd. You know what it is to silence a nation? You know what's inside of you, hallelujah, that would cause you to say no. You see, you got to be careful what the report is that you believe because, and you got to be careful the report you tell because what you tell can affect people's emotions and what you hear can affect how you feel this is why i have no time to listen to the reports of men i can't sit and watch cnn all day because i'm gonna feel like cnn wants me to feel Y'all ain't saying nothing to me in this place. I can't sit and regurgitate what what Netflix is telling me all day. Because I'm going to feel like Netflix. I'm going to feel confused. I'm going to forget what God says. I I can't be around people that are negative all day. Because I'm going to feel negative all day. If you listen to the wrong report, you might have the wrong feelings. That's why I can't sit and scroll all day. Because God didn't make me to, to have everybody's thoughts permeate my mind every second of the day for two hours. He didn't make me to wake up in the morning and the first thing that I do is scroll and see who's doing what. And then I start to feel it. And and watch this. When you are on social media, you you can feel a million emotions. You can log on and feel good and then scroll one up and feel tight. And feel and feel and your emotional roller coaster and your whole feeling, you gotta be careful what report you let in because the report will cause you to feel and act a certain way. That's why I only want the report that is truth. Yes. The report of the Lord yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. His report is the right report. Right. And there was a man named Caleb who saw all the negative reports and he remembered what God said. God said, I'm bringing you to a land. Hallelujah. I'm 
bringing you to a place. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm bring, I feel this in my spirit because you know what? The enemy's been trying to tell us that you ain't going to get another building, right. that you ain't going to start campuses. Right. Is there something in your life that the enemy tell you that it's going to be far away because right. of what happened last year? I came to tell you that the God we serve yes. is a God of the fast forward. Hallelujah is a God of the turnaround and he doesn't need, God don't need a year to do what he want to do in your life and I feel like the enemy's been trying to tell some of us certain things that it will never happen for you but I came to silence every voice that is not God's voice if God didn't say it, it has no authority and I don't care what it looks like because God don't bend to what it looks like, what it looks like bend to what he says and Caleb Forty-year-old who just came from spying out the land. He just came and he saw giants, and ten other men were seeing giants and being afraid. And Caleb was saying, "I can't wait for God to work through me to slay every uncircumcised giant." You see, two people could walk in the same situation but don't have the same mindset. It all depends on your mind. That's why I tell people I don't care where you came from. If two of us come from the same place and God lifted one of us up, the same God that lifted me can lift you. Oh gosh, oh God. He can lift you out of your circumstance. And the Bible says Caleb was there. And when he came back, he silenced all of them. And he said, no, this is the land God promised. And we can take it. And Joshua was there with him. Joshua, the son of Nun, rose up and said, yes, people of God, don't rebel against God. Don't you turn your back on him now. In the midst of the hottest of the fire. Because when you're in the hottest of the fire, you're closest to your blessing. And if you quit now, you're going to miss the land flowing with milk of honey. And they begun to tell the people of God that God is going to keep them. And you know what the people of God did? They picked up stones. They rather believed the lie so much... That when truth is hitting them in the face, they want to kill truth. I'm going to let that sink in for 20 seconds. No, I'm going to let it sink in. Because we live in a time where truth is getting stoned. If you come and say what God's word says, you get canceled. Ain't nobody going to say nothing to me. But Caleb silenced the nation. Silence seemed to do good things. I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Truth has become unpopular. And it is even, it's one thing for the world to hate truth. But this is not the world. Caleb is talking To God's people. The same God who is showing them that situation's been to him. They got to a Red Sea. 
And God says, I know you see a sea, right. but I turn seas into highways. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't yes, saying nothing. Yes. He said, I know you see a sea, but watch this. Part and yes. parted. Yes. They were hungry in the wilderness and saw Aye. nothing but a little lizard. Yes. You know, it ain't a lot when you got to cut up a lizard, Sister <laughs> Sherry. I'll give you a tail. Oh. Seven, you get a leg. Savannah, you get another leg. What y'all illing about? Lizard is good. Never had it. Never will. <laughs> Hallelujah. Or oh, probably did. Didn't know. Hallelujah. <laughs> You don't get this weight by accident. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, they were looking around and there was no food. And when they saw no food, God said, food and manna fell. He's been doing this. They, at, at one point, they said, we don't want wafers. We don't want, we want some meat. We want some Popeye's chicken. And the Lord said, boom. And Louisiana Cajun style quail showed up. Come on, somebody. You ever had Cajun quail? Uh-huh. They had Cajun, 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 California June, quail, hallelujah. And, and they begun to, every time they needed a miracle, God made a way. Every time their situation said he can't, God said, I can. Every time it said, I can't, God said, I can. And now that he said, I'm going to take you to the promised land. They said, you can't. And when the man stood up and said, yes, he can, they said, no, we want him to so badly can't. Be careful that you don't get so attached to failing that you find your identity in failing. And now you don't even want to let God have his way. You can get there. And Caleb, they said they wanted to stone him. Now watch this, Sister Sherry. You didn't hear from Caleb for the next 40 years of his life. Caleb is silenced. So what happens? This is what God said. God said, because y'all doubted me, ain't none of y'all going to go to the promised land. That was God being mean. I don't think so. I think when you tell God he can't take you to the promised land, and then you don't let God take you to the promised land? God is gentleman enough to let you die right where you chose to die. You make your choices, and then your choices make you. So, 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 so what am I saying? You see, sometimes in life, we are where we are, not because of anybody's fault. You are where you are in times because you have chosen to stop right there. And, and let me tell you something. The power of a choice mm. is so powerful, you can change your entire life by one choice. Mm. One choice can ruin everything you have built. Yeah. One choice can turn around what has been destroyed and cause it to be built. Right. Let me show you how powerful one choice is. Mm. You accepting Jesus yes. Christ, yes. that one yes. choice changes your eternal destiny from a lost eternity yes. to life in heaven yes. the power of a choice Hallelujah. Yes. and they chose to say you can't and God says I'm going to be a gentleman and leave all y'all there yeah. and not one of them went into the promised land mm. and then when you get to the book of Joshua Moses died yeah. and God begun to say to Joshua get up Joshua Servant Moses is dead. I want you to get up because 
Every place you step foot, Joshua, you weren't like the 10. You know what time it is. Every place you step foot will be yours. Only do not let this word depart from your mouth. Meditate on it. And Joshua got up and we know Joshua and we, we say Joshua was a man of courage. And so Joshua begun. And this is what was happening in those 40 years. Those men roam and that generation died. And a new generation came on. And all of that is happening. Moses is having all these issues. Moses is striking the rock. Moses is losing his temper. Moses is complaining about the people. And Caleb is in the background. Caleb got one moment on his mind. That moment they told me that God can't kill a giant. Oh, I'm telling y'all gonna see this in a minute. Caleb is just sitting there, sword in the back, and all he's saying is, They said God can't kill a giant, and they said God can't give me what's mine. And so Moses is going through all of this, and Caleb is off in the cut. Whatever Moses need, I got him. But they said, God won't give me mine. They said, God won't. The pandemic said, God won't give me mine. They, they said that, the, 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 oh my gosh, the divorce told me that God has left me. The, this, the, the car accident, whatever you've been through, told you that God is not for you. And Caleb is in the cut. Joshua arises now, and he's got to cross the Jordan. God says, get 12 men to bring stones and lay it in the middle of the Jordan. And God parted the Jordan. And the children of Israel crossed over the Jordan. And Caleb right there. They said, God won't kill a giant. And God brought them over Jericho, over the river. They crossed the Jordan and they buy Jericho. Now, Jericho is an amazing city. They sent two spies in. The spies ran in and they met a woman by the name of Rahab. Y'all remember Rahab? Rahab hid them. And Rahab, they said, listen, don't ride us out. And Rahab was about that. (laughs) And let me tell you why. Rahab tells you why she ain't ride them out. Rahab said, let me tell you something. Everybody know about y'all. Everybody know y'all done parted a Two seas at this point, the Red Sea and the Jordan. And we heard God grew y'all in the wilderness. We heard God fed y'all. We heard, it's crazy that the enemy knows more about what God is doing for you than the people of God themselves. You see, sometimes you are super blessed and you feel so pressured and stressed. And other people on the outside are looking at you saying, oh my gosh, look at what God is doing in your life. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And the enemy, and Rahab said, listen, we done heard that everywhere y'all go, y'all got this God who is just phenomenally working in your life. So she said, "If they, I'm hiding y'all. Because for some reason, I believe these walls are coming down. And when they come down, I ain't dying with these jokers. You see, you got to choose to be on the Lord's side. And she hid the spies. And they came and she said, uh, you know. They left. I ain't going to tell y'all. Amen. You know, they left. And when they left, the, the men said, Rahab, put this scarlet red thing on your door. How many know God always likes something red on the door? Hallelujah. And she lived in the wall of the city. That's how big these walls that were coming down was going to be. 
And the Bible says that Joshua got a message. All this is happening. Joshua went to sleep one day and woke up in the morning and saw a man, a mighty man of God. Well, he didn't know, but he woke up and he saw the man. He said, who are you? Are you with our enemy? Are you with us? The man said, don't get it twisted. I'm not with you nor your enemy. I'm the captain of the Lord's army. And I ain't fighting for you nor them. I fight for the Lord. You better be on my side. That, that was so mysteriously tucked in there. You don't hear about this man. You, don't, you just knew there was a man who was the captain of the Lord's army fighting with Joshua, with Yahshua, Yahshua, with Yahshua. Somebody, somebody showed up and was fighting with him. And so the Bible gave him instructions on how to defeat Jericho. And they marched around. And on the seventh, uh, what was it, the, the seventh day, the so. I should know from Sunday school, right? They shouted, the yes. Bible says. And when they shout, the Bible says, the walls came tumbling yep, yep. down. And Caleb is there. And Caleb is only saying, they told me God can't slay a giant. <laughs> you got to remember what they told you. Y'all ain't saying yes, nothing to me. Yes. He said, and, and so he watched that. The next thing is they went up to AI and a man, you know, some people got greedy. God said, whatever spoils you see, don't touch it. The first of it belongs to me. That's why you should always make sure you give to God what belongs to God. Yes. I have no apologies to make for that. I know we got a lot of internet people who try to tell people don't ever give to God. Don't ever allot your time to God. Don't ever allot your money to God. But let me tell you something. God always tests you with your substance to make sure that you trust him with something first. And don't touch it if it belongs to God. But my man Aiken got in there and he saw a little bit of goldy gold. He saw a little bit of silvy silk. Come on, somebody say Sylvie Sylvie. Sylvie Sylvie. Amen. And he said, I'm going to I'm I'm give me mine early. <laughs> he preached this message before me, <laughs> before me. And he took what God said not to touch. And so they, they went up to a place called Ai. And Ai had a small army. And they came to Joshua and said, man, there's no need to send the whole army up there. Just send about 3,000 men. And we could defeat that in no time. They went up 3,000 men. And Ai whipped them so bad. Joshua started praying, Lord, what happened? Why? What's up? What's good, God? Sometimes things are happening in your life because something snuck in there that don't belong there. And God said, I ain't moving. There's sin in the camp. They found Achan. And Achan caused a lot of people to die because of what he did. And God said, okay, I don't play with what's mine. And I don't bow to no man. Achan lost his life. And Caleb was right there. Kill Achan. (laughs) They told me. They told me. I don't even know how old he is at this at this point. He probably fifty six. Let's just age him a little bit. Sixty. They told, they told him. young boy. I don't care about no aching. You know what's aching me? Forty years. You know how old men like to tell their stories. Come here, young boy. Let me tell you a story. One time I was, I was a spy. I knew Moses, and Moses told me to go spy, and I came back. And you know what they told me? What they tell them? God can't kill no giant. 
And he watched this. God told Joshua, what's up? Joshua took care of what God needed to take care of, went, slayed AI. The Hivites were the only people in the land that said, listen, we want a peace treaty. Listen, listen, hey, listen. Ain't no sense fighting against God. (laughs) And so they they signed a peace treaty quick fast, y'all. They signed a peace treaty, and the rest of the people started banding together. Five kings came together to fight Joshua. And Joshua's fighting all of them, defeating all of them, slaughtering people from left to right throughout Canaan. Every part that God promised, like he told Joshua, wherever you set foot is going to be yours. And he's killing all these people. And five of the kings who wanted to kill him, they ended up hiding in a cave. Mm -hmm. Joshua found them and said, oh, bring them. And years pass. They're going through all of this. And Caleb is right there. Years passed. And finally they've defeated the land. And Joshua says, it's time to divide the land. And as they begun to divide the land, Sister Sherry... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You didn't hear from Caleb, from Numbers, right? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. You ain't hear from him in Deuteronomy. My man left the story in a whole Deuteronomy. Caleb was just aching for one reason. Y'all see this? The whole beginning of Joshua, you ain't hear from Caleb. But when it was time to divide the land, they gave every tribe, Manasseh, this, Ephraim, this, that, that. And Caleb was from the tribe of Judah. And as they begun to give Judah their portion, oh man, Caleb said, I got something to say. And Joshua being his own boy said, you, the floor is yours. Y'all see the movie, right? <laughs> I see it. The floor is yours, Caleb. And this is where our scripture text comes from today. The book of Joshua. Shall we read what Caleb says? Hallelujah. My scripture up there? Amen. There we go. A delegation from the tribe of Judah led by Caleb son of Jephunneh, the Ken, Kenizzite. Now, let me, just, let me just interject there. Kenizzite means that his lineage is, they argue over it that he's not born into Israel. The Kenizzites were really Edomites. But God wasn't looking at his nationality. God was looking at his heart. Y'all, y'all ain't gonna say nothing there. Nah, 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 nobody ain't gonna say nothing there. We, get, we got a generation of people believe that nationality saves them. Right. It don't matter what, what, what nationality you are. If your heart don't please the Lord. Yes. Because this is what God said about Caleb in Numbers. This is what he said. He said, Caleb and Joshua will be the only ones to see the promised land from that generation. Because Caleb's heart fully trusts me. Fully trusts me. Fully trust me. Caleb will never say something I ain't said. He will never do something I ain't command. And he going to see the promised land. And a delegation from that tribe, he showed up and he came to to Joshua at Gilgal. Caleb said to Joshua, (laughs) remember what the Lord said to Moses 
the man of God about you and me when we were at Kadesh Barnea. You know where that is? That's where they were going to stone him. <laughs> this man said, I remember. Yes. But he doesn't. Watch this. Look, look, go on, go on, go on. Verse 5, verse 7. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land of Canaan. And I returned and gave an honest report. Go on. But my brothers who went with me frightened the people. I got y'all. Give me a mic. Give me a mic. Let me get a mic. Hallelujah. Amen. Whoever got a mic. Make sure y'all sanitize it. <laughs> Still COVID out here in these streets. Let me tell y'all. <laughs> Amen. Sanitize the mic. Hallelujah. Old man Caleb said, wait a minute. I was 40 years old. And he said, I gave an honest report. Right. Hallelujah. It ain't honest if it ain't God's report. Right. Amen. Yeah, I ain't say nothing to me. Amen. Thank you. You good? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. It ain't honest if God ain't give you that report. Right. I'm going to switch to this in a minute. When I feel it, amen, just have it on standby. <laughs> but the brothers who went with me frightened the people. There are people who will on purpose frighten you. Because they're fearful. Mute this, mute this. When I'm ready for it, I'll, I'll take it. Mute it. When God is operating in your life, you can't let any and everybody in your life. That's true. That goes for friends. That goes for celebrities. Because we live in an era where you have access to people's lives through social media. Yeah. Let me tell you something. It sounds cool to follow famous people. But what you don't know is that there's an exchange in that following. Listen to the word. I follow them. Good point. Yeah. I like them. I repost them. There's an exchange of what they believe that comes into your mind. And when that happens, that's why you have a generation that's twisted because everybody now has a platform to speak that ain't got no business yes. speaking. True. I don't even it's care. True. And I have learned, like Caleb, if it ain't God's report, yes. it is not an honest report. Yes. Whose report shall you believe? Yes. I believe God's report over my life. Yes. I believe that God says no weapon formed yes. against me shall ever prosper. Yes. I believe God's report that says I will make you the head yes. and not the tail. Yes. I believe God's report that says nay in all these things yes. you are more than conquerors. Yes. Yes. I believe God's report that says neither height nor depth nor nothing. Hallelujah can separate me from the love of God hallelujah I believe God's report that says in when I get to the book of revelations that I'm going to sup in the new Jerusalem with the brow y'all ain't hear what I'm saying corona can't stop me hallelujah I don't care 
whatever God's promised land is for me, hallelujah, whatever he promises for me, I am going to get, I don't care what you say, I don't care what you say, I don't care what you say, I don't care who clap for me, I don't care who cheer for me, I don't care who follow me, I don't care who buys my products, I don't care whatever, if God says it, it's going to, oh my gosh, if God says it, it's going to happen. Oh my gosh. So, 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 so look at this. He said, but my brothers frightened the people from, they frightened the people from entering the land. Their, their belief caused you to miss God. Oh my gosh. He said, for my part, I wholeheartedly follow the Lord. And look at this. Go on. So that day, Moses solemnly promised me, the land of Canaan on which you were just walking will be your grant of land and that your descendants forever because you wholeheartedly followed the Lord. Now, they're dividing portions. Now watch this, y'all. They're dividing portions among the tribes. And Caleb stands up and says, Give me mine. The reason we hear is because I gave an honest report. See, sometimes, sometimes when you give an honest report, hallelujah, it looks like everybody's against you and ready to stone you. But remember, it don't matter what they want to do to you. If God gave you an honest report, he's going to bring that report to pass. And so in the moment, can you imagine feeling like Caleb? Nobody's with me. Nobody's agreeing with me. They ready to kill me. But now you fast forward 40 years later, they all dead. And he says, oh, it's reward time. Give me mine. I don't care what you feel like right now. I don't care what's going on in your life right now. If God made a promise in that book for you, you can take it to the bank. It is yours. It is yours. I might not be talking to everybody in this room, but somebody in this room know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. If you know God's promises are for you, hallelujah, somebody shout in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Switch back the mic for me. Switch back the mic. Hallelujah. Listen, he said, give me mine. But I want y'all to see this because if you think that's the end of the story, see, y'all read Nehemiah all week. Y'all going to go read Caleb the whole week. That's 40 years of reading. (laughs) The land of Canaan on which you were just walking will be your grant and all your descendants. Go on, go on, because you wholeheartedly follow me. Now, as you can see, Some of you are worried about time. You think God, he's big enough to fix a situation. But when I look at the clock, it seemed like you showed up late, but I remember he showed up late for Lazarus. (laughs) Here we go. Yes. On purpose. Yep. God has never run late. Let me me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Sister Sherry. If it's one thing I know about the God we serve, Sister Sherry. If it's one thing I know 
about the God we serve is nothing phases him. He don't bend to time. Time bends to him. And look at this. He said, I should have been dead with all the battles I've been through. But when God is getting ready to fulfill his promise, he not only keeps the place, but he's kept me. Oh, no, 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 no. Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand what's about to happen here. Y'all really don't understand. You see, at 85, what good is a jet ski? Barack, the only one in here looked like he might still be hanging at 85 on a jet ski. Barack, I don't know about y'all. I'm 85 right now, and I'll be on a jet ski. No, y'all see my point? What good is getting a promise if you can't enjoy it? What good is getting a blessing if he said God kept me alive? And well as he promised for these 45 years since Moses made this promise to me, even while Israel wandered in the wilderness. Today I'm 85 years old. Go on. And I am. I don't move like 80. I move like 40. I'm still the leader of Judah. Judah, the biggest tribe. Judah, the tribe Jesus come from. He said, I'm still the leader of Judah. And I don't move like 85. I move like I'm 40. And look at this. He said, I'm strong now as I was when Moses sent me on that journey. And I can still travel and fight as well as I could then. Now, hold on. What was his beef? They told me that God can't kill a giant. I want y'all to pay close attention to the request now. Go on. So give me the hill country that the Lord promised me. That's the gimme mine. And you will remember that as scouts, we found the descendants of Anak living there in great. Y'all, y'all ain't catching. Y'all ain't catching. Y'all ain't catching. He said, for 45 years, I didn't shut up. But Joshua, now that we got to this particular part in the land, I got something to say. Give me the hill country. Because you will remember what was there in the hill country. Remember, 45 years ago, when we got here and we saw the descendants of Anak, the giants, they caused 10 men to cower. And those 10 men caused a whole nation to turn against me and want to stone me and they said God can't kill a, kill a giant but I'm strong and I'm ready to fight and I want the land where the giants are he's requesting to go fight the giants yes. He's not just requesting his blessing. He's requesting to shut every hater mouth up that said God can't. He said they said God can't and I'm going to show him. He said give me the land of the descendants of Anak living there. Wall towns. But if the Lord is with me, guess what I'm going to do? I will drive them. Yes. Yes. When he made a promise over my life, it's true. And I will drive them out of the land. Just as the Lord says. And look at this. Go on. Go on. So Joshua blessed Caleb. Joshua ain't even had a second thought. 
Joshua didn't even say, you kind of old now, man, chilly chill. Joshua blessed him and said, uh, 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 Caleb, son of Javuna, he said, gave, uh, gave him Hebron to him as his portion of land. And Hebron still belongs to the descendants of Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenzanite, because he wholeheartedly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. Now watch this, 15, previously. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling y'all, previously the land had been called Kiriath Arba. I didn't said that mad funny. <laughs> It had been named after Arba. Somebody say Arba, not Arby's. Not Arby's. Arba. And who was Arba? The great hero of the descendants of Anak. Now, see, when you read that and you brush over that, you miss it. He just requested to go in the land where the giants were. He said, I'm going to drive them out. The next verse simply says this, previously. Previously. On the last episode. <laughs> Previously on the last episode of Joshua's Chronicles, the annex, the, the descendants were walking around proud and tall, telling them there were grasshoppers and nobodies and they could never get this land until Caleb showed up. And when Caleb showed up, Previously, hallelujah. Somebody say previously. previously. You will have a previously in your life. Right. Sister Sherry, yes. you're going to have a previously in your life. Yes. Brother Richard, you're going to have a previously. <laughs> previously, the virus came and said the right. church ain't going to grow. Right. People going to stop serving God. Right. The church, they'll never come back. Previously, the, the political climate right. said that you're crazy, this and that, and fight for this movement, yes. that movement, and yes. divided the church. Right. Previously, they passed this. Previously, they did that and that. Previously, 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 we gonna drive them all out. Yes, yes, Every yes. voice that ain't the voice of God. Yes. And look at this. Look at this. It said, a great hero. He was, the, he was the man that ruled there. And look at how the verse ended. And this is it for our good brother Caleb. And the land had a rest. <laughs> They told me God can't kill giants. Do you know who God is? You think God was panicking in this virus? You think with all that political unrest, God vacated his throne? You think America is bigger than God? You think this world is bigger than God? If God says, I will build my church, I ain't building a government, and I ain't building nobody's movement. I will build, I ain't building a news network. I ain't building nobody's corporation. I will build my church. And the gates. Yes. Oh, it's looking like the gates right. are prevailing. Right. And the gates. Previously, mm-hmm. on Church Chronicles, the gates, yeah. they will not prevail. Yeah. Yeah. You in this house, whatever God said over your life, mm. if you choose to believe it, yes. in due season, you're going to be sitting like Caleb. They told me he wasn't going to do this. 85-year-old leader of Judah just killed 
all the giants. God. Who's watching today? Who's watching today? If you're watching this, listen to me. The same God we're talking about want to be the Lord of your life. Would you accept him into your heart today? If you don't know Jesus, pray with me. Come on, say, Father God. Father God. I thank you, I thank you for, being the Lord of my life for being the Lord of my life and forgiving me and forgiving of, every sin. of every sin. God, God I, ask you I ask you to come into my life, into my life and be the Lord of my life. I trust your word that whatever you said and whatever you promised, whatever you promised is, mine. is mine. And I want all, I want all that you promised me. Promise me. And you promised me, promise me that I will be saved saved if I accept you. you. And I give my heart to you today. today. In Jesus' name. name. Amen. In the midst of the crisis, we are focused on who Christ is. God bless y'all today. Thank you for watching once again. We pray blessings on you and your family. And we're doing a tremendous work here in New York City. We believe the Lord has called us here. It cost us. We are grateful for everyone that sows into our ministry. And if you're watching and you feel led to sow, you can go to churchcityusa.com. You can sow into our ministry. Hey, listen, every bit help. It doesn't matter how big or small. We bless God for you. And uh, we love you. And we want to continue to do the work of the ministry. Thank you. This is your boy, and I'm out.